Hello and welcome to the Eat Sleep Yoga podcast. I'm your host Ruth Thomas and I help women feel strong and lead healthy and happy lives through yoga and lifestyle practices. If you were with us for the last episode um, where I had the lovely life coach Angie Abbott from Jessamine Life Coaching in for a chat, um, we, well, we talked about all sorts of stuff actually, but we talked a bit about how women um, often put themselves last on their priority list because we all have um, these other things going on, you know, family, work, life, social commitments, um, and we're trying to spin all these plates at the same time and things that we want to do for ourselves or things that we need to do for ourselves, actually, we just don't have the time for. So in this episode today, I'm going to look at practical ways that you can find time for some self-care. So um, looking at a yoga practice as self-care in between the demands of your family and your work and your personal commitments Um, Because, you know, let's be honest, finding time to look after ourselves, it often feels impossible. And you know that you should be doing some yoga every day. You know, I know that you know all the benefits of doing yoga already. Um, But feeling like you don't have enough time is one of the biggest challenges um, that I hear people talk about when they're trying to juggle everything. And it can feel like you're adding another thing to your to-do list and it can feel completely overwhelming. But fear not, because it is actually possible to carve out some time for your yoga practice, no matter how jam-packed your schedule might be. And this is something I struggle with um, myself. I spoke about it on um, the podcast a few weeks ago about how I struggle to find time to do my own practice um, alongside running my yoga business and, you know, just usual life stuff. Um, and I, yeah, I try and do my own yoga practice. Um, I try and get that in first thing in the morning. And I find it helps me feel quite energised and focused if I do it first thing. Um, but sometimes it doesn't always work out. And then I end up feeling guilty that I didn't do any yoga and I feel more stressed out. And then it turns into this vicious circle that I'm getting more stressed out because I can't do the things that stop me from being stressed out. So I end up in this kind of spiral. So first things first, and I really want you to know that your yoga practice doesn't need to take up loads of time. And this is something that I've spoken about before, but I want you to truly believe this. And I think we often think that 60 minute practice once a week is better than a regular 10 to 15 minute practice. But if fitting a 60 minute practice in leaves you feeling stressed out and overwhelmed, then surely that isn't better. You know, try and change your mindset to believe that 10 minutes regularly is as worthy of being called a practice as 60 minutes is. And the length of your, of time that you practice is irrelevant here. It's consistency. So consistency is key here with your, with your yoga practice. 
And I really want to try and get more people to know that just 10 minutes of yoga will help you feel stronger and it will help you feel calmer and happier and healthier. And I guarantee that finding 10 minutes to practice during your busy schedule will be a load easier and a lot less stressful than trying to find 60 minutes to practice. And if it helps, um, you could try and find a block of time that allows you to practice regularly. Now, this might mean getting up um, 15 minutes earlier. It might mean making your lunches in advance so that you can spend 15 minutes during your lunch break on your mat. Whatever works for you, but make the most of the time that you have and just do what you can when you can. Maybe look at when works best for you and your body and then set some achievable goals that aren't going to leave you feeling stressed out and overwhelmed. And actually just doing 10 minutes of yoga can really help you to stay motivated and and actually will give you a real sense of achievement. And it also gives you a bit of permission for more space to come up. So maybe at some point, um, 10 minutes turns into 20 minutes. Or maybe you'll feel like a 60 minute class once a week doesn't feel quite so daunting anymore. So if you can get yoga um, to become part of your routine rather than a chore, it really does take the pressure off. Um, And it's likely that you'll actually enjoy the practice much more. And unless you're lucky enough to be on a yoga retreat, it's unlikely that your daily life fits around your yoga practice. And that's because your your self-care is usually low priority. For most of us, it's low priority. It's at the bottom of the pile. It's the last thing on your to-do list after you've done everything for everyone else. And it's likely that um, after a a busy day, you've been at work or you're looking after other people or life, social commitments, whatever it is. um, It's likely that you've come home completely physically and mentally drained and you just don't feel like doing yoga. So if that's you and you're, you know, in the middle of your super busy life, it's crucial to try and identify what truly matters to you. And sometimes this means saying no to commitments that don't align with your priorities. So you need to recognise that your self-care, and this includes your yoga practice, is a necessity. It's not a luxury. And by making yourself a priority, it allows you to show up as the best version of yourself at home and at work and wherever else you are. And maybe thinking of yoga in looser terms might help you um, fit your practice in a bit easier into your schedule. So a yoga practice doesn't just mean spending 60 minutes doing physical poses on a mat. Um, It can be practiced anywhere, taking some conscious deep breaths, just a few deep breaths. It can be practiced sat at your desk, but being aware of your posture Um, So we don't need loads of fancy equipment or loads of space. Um, You can even practice yoga on your lunch break or your tea break. So drinking a cup of coffee really mindfully, becoming aware of all the tastes and the smells and the sights and the sounds. Or even standing on one leg whilst you brush your teeth. 
what I'm trying to get out here is it doesn't have to be on a mat or at a class or in front of your screen practicing on Zoom. Changing your mindset from yoga is something you do to yoga is something you live can really help you make time for it. And it makes it feel less like something you have to do and more about something that you really want to do. And sometimes life really does get too busy. Um, Maybe you're feeling poorly or you're achy. Um, You know, work gets crazy or a family member gets ill. And this is the perfect time to take your yoga practice off the mat. So remember, yoga doesn't need to be perfect. You just focus on the bits that bring you the most benefit. And yoga really is self-care. So if you're not making yourself a priority and you're making excuses about something you enjoy and something that's good for you, then you're basically telling yourself that you don't deserve to be healthy and happy. And when you think of it like that, um, it seems crazy, doesn't it? Like I would never say to myself outright that I don't deserve to be healthy and happy But by denying myself some things or by my actions, like not looking after myself properly, this is exactly the message that I'm sending to myself so that I'm not worthy of looking after and I'm not worthy of feeling happy and healthy. And pre-pandemic days, if you wanted to do some yoga, the chances are you had to drive somewhere to join a class. But live online classes are part of most people's routine now and they offer on the go and on demand sessions and these sessions vary in length. They can be super specific uh, depending on what you need. Uh, So maybe sometimes you need something a bit more energizing to lift your mood. Maybe you need a bit more of something to relax and unwind you, or maybe you're looking to focus on a certain area of your body. And joining a yoga community, whether that's online or in person, is a great way to help you stay motivated and to keep you in a routine. And you'll meet other like-minded people who are going through the same challenges as you. They're short on time as well. They're feeling stressed out. Um, Pre-booking classes or signing up to a membership or or a yoga challenge actually can help hold you accountable and motivated so that you make it to a class on a regular basis because you've already paid for them. It's a bit more motivation. And to keep things interesting, you might want to try some different classes, maybe some different styles of yoga, maybe even working on different poses, maybe, you know, something a bit more advanced, arm balances, handstands, things like that. So fitting yoga into your schedule alongside family and work and life commitments is indeed possible. And it takes time to form new habits and change your mindset. But small, consistent and positive changes are what help these habits stick and lead you to a healthy and a happy life. And self-care is a gift that you give to yourself to help you become the best version of yourself at home and at work. So make self-care a priority. Create a schedule that you can easily stick to 
and truly believe that small practices can have a huge positive impact on your well-being. So thank you for listening to the Eat Sleep Yoga podcast today. I would love to hear from you. Um, especially if you're interested in joining an online yoga community, um, have a look at my online classes and my monthly memberships on my website, www.eatsleepyoga.net. Or feel free to send me a message and I'll be happy to answer any questions you have. Don't forget to subscribe to hear about more podcast episodes as soon as they come out. Stay strong and I'll see you next time.